Bonjour, mes amis. That's hello in French. And French is on the mind right now as the French Open is happening in tennis, which actually I don't really care about because Andy Murray's not playing. And that's what I really care about. Andy Murray is just, oh my God, I love him. I adore him. He is what got me interested in tennis like a decade more ago. <laughs> I happened to be in Scotland and uh, England basically during Wimbledon and I watched him in his his younger days and I just, I don't know, I just became a huge fan of the guy. And so I've been, been watching him and so he is not playing on the clay courts because they are not hip friendly. Um, one of the reasons I think Nadal's not playing and he is focusing on his grass court game, AKA Wimbledon. And that's, that's what I care about Wimbledon. I want him to win. So uh, very shortly, I will be giving all my focus to that and watch a lot of tennis off to get out my whites, all that kind of thing. Just a couple of weeks ago, I was very excited and nervous about a podcast award, and I mentioned it here on my podcast. Well, here are the results. I did not win, but I still made the nominee stage, which there were only five in each category, and I got nominated in two categories. So that means I still get to promote my program as an award-nominated podcast, and we all know it is an honor just to be nominated. Welcome to Jackie Just Chatters. By sharing people's stories, I strive to generate laughter, inspiration, maybe help you escape from the stressful world. I am your hostess, Jackie Lentz, who's still figuring out her own story. This podcast comes out every other Thursday. I can be found wherever you get your podcast or on YouTube. I'd be most grateful if you left me some stars or a review and subscribe if you never want to miss an episode. Thank you for listening and sharing. As I mentioned in my Mother's Day flashback episode that I was doing something special for my mom, but I would tell you about it later. Guess what? It's later. So now it's time to report in on what the heck happened. My sister and I took our mother and her husbands on a trip to Mackinac Island. Yay. And we stayed at the famous gracious Grand Hotel. And we did this for her birthday and to celebrate Mother's Day as a big combo thing, which the Grand being such a stylish place gave the ladies carnations tied with ribbons upon our arrival. I mean, we had flowers as we get there. I mean, how nice is that? But I'm sort of getting ahead of myself, though, to be fair, my stories are probably not going to go in order, but that's fine. A story is a story and, you know, it just needs to arrive at its own time. We were on one of those horse island tours and at one of our sections, we had this driver, Christian, who normally he drives livery and that is where you can hire him to take you on private tours of the island. And they can often go down smaller lanes at the big tourist camp and all this kind of stuff. And so he was giving us some stories and all this kind of stuff. And at one point he's like, you know, just kind of chilling and like inviting us <laughs> to ask questions and stuff like that. So of course I'm going to ask some, right? Because it's me. And I asked him about like unusual tours or experiences that he has had over the years. And he did not disappoint. I mean, he had a doozy. 
So the Grand Hotel is the host to this annual big political gathering. It happens every year and it is a big deal. It's in the news all the time. And so one year, uh, Christian was sent with his horse and carriage up to the airport to pick up a VIP. This VIP happened to be a female congresswoman, not that gender plays any part in the story. Uh, No name, like it's just congresswoman. So he goes and he picks her up and they make a quick trip to her destination, which of course, duh, is the Grand Hotel. And so she, she gets out and of course she's professionally dressed and she's ready to mix and mingle and she's looking fantastic. Well, she gets out of the carriage and then she stops so that she's standing right next to the carriage and she's near where the driver sits and the backside of the horses meet to be precise. This is not where you want to be standing. Never, ever, ever stand close to a horse's rear. They have a habit of kicking out. And so Christian calls out to her and he tries to warn her like, lady, you you need to move that you could get hurt. Well, she's already on her phone and she's talking to her people and she kind of hears them, but she like just gives them a wave. And so she really didn't hear what he had to say because she's still standing there. And he's like, well, I tried. There's nothing I can do. Well, that morning as he was harnessing up the horses and, and taking them out for the day, he noticed that one of his horses was not feeling really good. And apparently the trotting around on the island had not helped anything because as he's suddenly standing there and stopping, the horse (laughs) out of its rear came a case of explosive diarrhea. I mean, this thing just showered shit everywhere, including covering the congresswoman in the process. I'm going to give you a second to process. To add insult to injury, the Grand Hotel would not let her come in in her current state because they don't want that stuff all over their rugs and carpet, which honestly, I can understand. That makes sense. So they brought out a hose and as she's like outside, They hose her down to get all the feces off of her. So now she's like wet and (laughs) has been through this experience. And now she can go into the hotel and clean herself up. I can only imagine like the entire bar of soap that she went through. The five bottles of shampoo. <laughs> how how hot that water had to be. I'm like, really, like how many showers just over and over in a row did she take <laughs> before she got out? <laughs> oh, okay. Sorry. Couldn't help myself. Oh my goodness. That story just, it does give a really good visual. And... I just can imagine, um, you know, just the other people standing around. I'll tell you, everyone on our carriage tour had a really good laugh over that one.
On the last leg of our tour, another driver comes on and he's giving us some background about the island. And he tells us how he's been living on the island for a few years now. We were discussing the steepness of several hills. I mean, the island is pretty steep at times. And our party asked if he could bike up them. And he informed us that, yes, he could now. (laughs) (laughs) He could not when he originally got to the island. But in the three years, I think it was since he has managed over time to be able to climb up those hills, huffing and puffing on his bike, because they're pretty gnarly. And in that time since he's been living on the island, he's lost a hundred pounds. A hundred pounds! So, you know, if you're looking for some kind of amazing diet to shed a bunch of weight and get in shape, now you know. Just go move to Mackinac Island and go try to bike up the hills. After a few years, you'll be amazing. I guess that's why there's not like a Weight Watchers office on the island. They they don't need it. Like they just, the hills take care of it. Which is really impressive and saying something because one of the top industries on the island is fudge. As I stated, this trip was to celebrate my mom's birthday and Mother's Day together. The minute we stepped on the island, it seemed to know she had arrived and it wanted to make her trip as memorable as possible. Over the speakers at the dock, a song was playing. And I'm going to admit, I wasn't really paying attention to the music for a change. But my mom, she gets off, she's like, stops. And she goes, Barry Manilow. And then we all just stop as well and stare at her. And we're like, okay, why is my mom just yelling out Barry Manilow? So like at first I'm kind of looking around to see is for some reason like Barry Manilow here. Are they doing a tribute? You know, I didn't know. And then she points up to like the speakers and she goes, the song, it's Barry Manilow, who is my mom's favorite singer. Oh my gosh. I grew up listening to all his greatest hits. I can sing along with way, way too many Barry Manilow tunes. We're, we're not going to talk about it because that's, that's part of my childhood trauma. And we're just going to leave that. And, and don't think like, it's not that I don't think he's talented. He's freaking talented. He's really good. But my mom probably only owned like five albums. So I just heard Barry a lot And it was very intense. And my mom's love for him was equally intense. And, you know, just sometimes you're like, you got to pull back. Anyway, so we're on the pier. She's hearing this song. So I stop and I listen and I'm like, okay, I don't know the song, but it did kind of sound like Barry. Oh, my husband, the tech man that he is, he pulls out his phone and uses that Shazam app. And it listens to it. And then it, boom, it says the song and artist. My mom was correct. Barry Manilow was indeed welcoming her to Mackinac Island. Oh my God. She was so thrilled. (laughs) Now, upon arrival, I had a very different experience than my mom. Because I soon went and saw myself in a mirror and realized that when you sit on the top deck of the ferry... You really need to put your hair back in a ponytail or under a hat or a braid something. 
You can't just leave it out and let all the winds whipping around have their freedom because it looked like I had touched an electrical outlet. I mean, it, it it was worse than 80s hair. At least I had some semblance of order. This was just crazy cat looking hair. Thankfully, there is no photographic evidence of this hair. But for my mom, her special moment did not stop there. While at dinner, our amazing and patient waiter, Kendrick, he snuck up next to me and kind of crouched down low so other people couldn't see him exactly. And he asked how old my mom was or how old she was turning. And I told him. So then we continue on with our meal and our courses. Yes, there are multiple courses to this dinner. And then the dessert course comes. And so our desserts are brought out. And then a special plate is brought out for my mom. And on it are four small desserts. And a candle is in one of them and it's lit. And they sang to my mom, when you look at the plate, the outer edge of it, Somebody had hand decorated it in chocolate sauce and they had made this elegant scrolly pattern, also wishing her happy birthday with her age on it. Now, due to consideration for my mother, I won't repeat that age here, but for all of us there, we're in the know. while since I've shared with you some uplifting or humorous news stories. Let's fix that. We're going to start with a story I've been sitting on for a few months, actually. So I'm really, really glad to bring this baby out. It comes from the Albion College school paper. Their students are thinking green, like really double green, actually. The Center for Sustainability and Environment, CSE, hosted a thrift fair for students. Their goal was to help students create a more sustainable fashion sense, our first green. So basically, it's like a thrift store. And this helps keep things out of landfills by recycling items. Furthermore, these clothes cost less. Again, going green and making frugal econ teacher here very happy. Hopefully, the students will become more attuned to thrift shopping and the idea of buying recycled clothes and other items. It always warms my heart to hear about the upcoming generations thinking about the future and looking for ways to make their world a better place. Our next headline comes from Bama Buzz. Alabama has been awarded over $3.1 million to go towards different civil rights sites in the state. The money has come from the National Park Service African-American Civil Rights Grant Program. Here are a couple of things the money is slated for. The Alabama Historical Commission in Montgomery, they're getting money for the Freedom Rides Museum Vintage Greyhound Bus Virtual Reality Experience, which that sounds super cool. Hopefully I will get my butt down to Montgomery sometime and give that a whirl. That is just really neat to me. And, And coming from the Metro Detroit area, where we have the Henry Ford Museum, which has the actual bus 
that Rosa Parks sat on and the whole thing happened from. Like, we all know that story. We, many of us, you know, visited it, you know, being able to touch it, to see it. Like, it's just such an intrinsic important part to our historical knowledge. And I think that would be really neat to check out this Montgomery thing. The city of Anniston, hope I got that right, gets just under $75,000 for story mapping and formalization of operations and maintenance for the Anniston Civil Rights Trail, which doesn't that also sound super cool? As a former history teacher and a storyteller, it's like this thing is directed at me. Saving history is so important. Speaking of saving history, um, if you have not been to my Facebook page, you might not have seen my post that the historic Miss Bell home in North Carolina has been saved. Uh, I mentioned that in a prior episode. Don't ask me which one. I It was one of the prior ones. But that makes me so happy. Love history. History is good. Go out and check history things. Get a hanky ready for this next story. I'm not sure I'm going to get through it without tearing up, so... Bear with me. In Springfield, Missouri, there is a lady named Jackie Carroll. And she is a very special lady. For 17 years, Jackie has been talking to Dolly Parton every day. That's what Jackie calls it. She holds an imaginary phone to her ear and she checks in with Dolly in her Dolly Parton themed room. I mean, she's got all this Dolly Parton stuff in her room. These are some of the few conversations Jackie can manage to have right now. Jackie has Down syndrome and now at 54 is in the early stages of Alzheimer's disease and Parkinson's disease. In an attempt to keep her at home while things are progressing, at the start of 2023, she began hospice care. Jackie has always loved music and Dolly Parton. And let's be honest, it's kind of hard not to love Dolly Parton. And you bet Jackie knows Jolene. A social media post went out about her devotion to Dolly and it got around. After a little while, there was a response. She got an invitation to visit Dolly Parton in person at Dollywood. Now, this journey was going to be a little difficult for her, and there were a lot of people involved in making this trip happen. And everybody around her was just determined that this thing was going to happen. They wanted to make this visit come to life. There were folks at the Ark of the Ozarks, Cox Health at Home, and Emily McKinney. Jackie works with McKinney in musical therapy. While many areas of Jackie's world are getting smaller and she's seeing a reduction in what she's able to do and remember, she can still sing all the words to a lot of Dolly's songs. That's according to McKinney. It is so nice and moving to hear about someone who is struggling but then they get the attention and assistance that they need, you know, that they're not left alone. There are so many people out there who are givers. 
there are good people in this world, like Emily McKinney and Dolly Parton. I mean, we all know about how giving and amazing she is. And they're just two of so many who are out there making us smile when we need one and and lifting us up. There is so much potential for beauty in people's hearts. I mean, don't you think so? I do. I really, I really do. People are beautiful. Now, before we all start bawling here, I have a story to make us laugh. Thank you, Diana Russ, for digging this baby out. On March 3rd, 1876, between the hours of 11 a.m. and 12 p.m., in a space approximately 100 by 50 yards near Olympia Springs, Kentucky, it rained meat. Yes, you heard me. It rained meat. During this Kentucky meat shower, chunks in sizes ranging from two by two inches to at least one that measured four by four inches fell from the sky. That just, I, I, it's insane. Can you imagine? You're walking along, hunks of meat start falling from above. I just feel like this belongs to some kind of Hitchcock movie or something like that. It's just wild stuff. Wild, wild stuff. Why it happened is still an unsolved mystery to today. Now, there, of course, there's theories. I'm sure somebody's got an alien theory out there because isn't that a theory for everything? But the most popular theory is that a large group of vultures were startled and they took off from the ground and they began their flight en masse, regurgitated their meals, which got caught up in like a strong breeze, a strong wind that carried it through the air and then deposited it down on top of homes and people probably freaked the crap out of them. What type of meat fell from the skies? Good question. Great, great question. Again, various claims have been made for like just about every kind of meat out there, but actually nobody really knows. They just don't. The story was so shocking and bizarre. It even got covered in the New York Times. Seriously, words are kind of escaping me. (laughs) It's just, it's not so, this story has absolutely no redeeming moral value to it. It just doesn't. So why did I include it? (laughs) Because it makes me laugh. (laughs) And there is value in something that makes you laugh. I hope. (laughs) I know I'm kind of sick. (laughs) But it's just so funny weird and funny. (laughs) I hope it gives you a chuckle too. 
Links to all of these stories will be in my episode notes. So if you want to read more, you can absolutely go there. On the site for the meat story, there are some quotes from the New York Times article that you can check out. I know, if I only had the rights or enough money to use the song It's Raining Men by the Weather Girls, this would have been the perfect time for it. It would have been totally epic. (laughs) Okay. Getting control of myself. We're moving on. How are you doing? Are you okay? Have you been taking care of yourself? You are important. Get that rest. Go outside. Stop. Smell the roses. They can't smell for themselves, you know. We got to do it for them. Because then otherwise, what's their point? I want to give a shout out to my listeners in British Columbia. Hey! I'm so glad you found me. And you are part of our group here. And of course, as always, I want to thank all my listeners for being part of this journey. You're wonderful. You're fabulous. Until next episode... I wish you well, and I look forward to seeing you then. Mm